sorry to interrupt, but you filed a claim with Geico, so you've got a designated claims team to help you. This Geico sounds suspiciously reassuring. Are you sure I don't end up getting surprised with an unexpected twist? Just that your Geico team will always be there to keep you updated. No! What is it? Oh, nothing. I just didn't see that coming. Geico. Great service. Without all the drama. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. I'm Ben Utech. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion. So parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports. It's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com slash concussion. That's aan.com slash concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. If you like to chime into the conversation, it is the midway point of your work week. Let's officially welcome you to it. Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's hump day. Hump day! I know you can hear me. Let's get stupid. Today's more that what that Camel Wednesday hump day is. It is. It is. Shock G in the digital underground head coach Sean of the Pate. I guess Fox NFL analyst, Sean Payne. I gotta get used to that. Pals fans, I wanna hear from you. What do you think? Pelicans getting the eighth pick overall in the NBA draft. That is official after the lottery last night. Words of wisdom. And to all the ladies, peace and humpiness forever. Indeed, peace and humpiness forever as well. It happened last night. Lottery. No, the Pels did not get the top pick overall. The Orlando Magic will be selecting first in June 23rd's NBA Draft. OKC 2, Houston 3, Sacramento 4, Detroit 5, Indiana 6, Portland 7. And then we found out yesterday, after all was said and done, your New Orleans Pelicans, the envelope. The most... um I, I'm trying to think of the word. I, I guess the, the, the most dramatic moment was the music. The eighth pick will be made by the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans receives this pick from the L.A. Lakers because of the Anthony Davis trade. It is the Anthony Davis trade. <laughs> Always good to hear that. Right? Um, anyway, so what do you think? What do you think uh, in terms of the Pels? Ooh, I, I am seeing... That there isn't a lot of people that feel that the Pels should trade the pick. 
which is, I think, a good thing. And I think because of that, that means that the Pels are in a much better position. Right? Much better position. 800-998-1003. A couple of names that Ali Cosell from the Bird Rights joined us back at 1215 uh, throughout there. And he really likes Benedict Mathurin. And when you check him out, again, he was the guy from the Arizona Wildcats this postseason in the NCAA tournament. You saw him score 30-plus points. He can shoot. Uh, nice size to him. As well, a couple of other um, mock drafts have him in and around that area. NBA Draft.net has Mathurin, who's six seven two ten at uh, at Arizona, and uh, from Arizona has him going uh, sixth to Indiana. Is what NBA Draft.net has him. CBSSports.com has him going tenth. As I'm going 10th to the Washington Wizards. Uh, another name that was brought up by he and also David Grubb from Hard in the Paint. He likes um, Dyson Daniels. And when you take a look at him, he kind of provides some of those same qualities. Shooting guard, 6'6", 175. Now, CBSSports.com has him all the way down to 17. And... Their write-up on him is, Daniels isn't quite the prospect previous Ignite stars have been, but it's still a fascinating guard with size who can play with or without the ball. His jumper at this point is the biggest area concern. Again, that's what they have on that aspect of it. NBA Draft.net has him going all the way to 21st to Denver. Um, Shaden Sharp. Is a name that's very interesting. He's six six two ten, listed as a shooting guard. Now they have Kentucky there. He didn't play a single minute for Kentucky. As Ali Cosell detailed when we spoke with him, so he was the player that left high school early, got into Kentucky, and didn't play. He was supposed to play. He thought it was going to be a red shirt year. And the hope was that he was going to play, but then they realized he could qualify for the NBA draft, and many have him top five, top ten for sure. So he said, I'm going to the league. He didn't play a minute in the college season. When we spoke with Jordan, the intern, back in hour one, I asked him if that was a concern for him, that you, you literally haven't seen this guy play against, I say collegiate players, most of the best players in college are 18, 19 anyway. But you haven't seen him. You didn't see him play against Jabari Smith from Auburn. He was a freshman, but he didn't play against him. Right? Jabari Smith, NBA Draft Net, has him going number one. Chet Holmgren on CBS, they have him going number one. Chet's the seven-footer from Gonzaga. They list him at 195. Others list him at 190. Keyshawn was like, that guy's probably 180. They're concerned about his size and whether or not he can, um, you know, handle NBA bodies and things that ain't true. That guy has some skill level to him. But, look, Jabari Smith is a name that I think everyone would love to have. He's not going to be there unless you move up there. Jaden Ivey's a point guard, 6'4", 195 from Purdue, sophomore. Um, NBA Draft.net has him at 4 to Sacramento. Paolo Bancaro, 3 to Houston is what they have. CBSSports.com, just again, by comparison, we'll do... Two by different sites every other day. They have Holmgren at one, Bancaro to Thunder at two, Jabari Smith at three, Jaden Ivy four to Sacramento. Keegan Murray's another player that a lot of people sort of like. Again, that's at five. Shaden Sharp at six to the Pacers is what CBSSports.com has. And now the Pelicans going with Johnny Davis, a player from Wisconsin that Ali Cosell didn't care for. He also really didn't care for A.J. Griffin, who's a name that you've seen a lot of people attach to the Pels. CBS has him at 12 to the Thunder. And he's a small forward from Duke. The write-up from CBSSports.com on him is it took Griffin a little while to get comfortable at Duke because of a preseason knee injury. Seemed to affect his ability to show his athleticism. But the five-star high school recruit who was the son of former NBA player Adrian Griffin, 
eventually showed glimpses of why he's lottery talent, mostly by proving to be a fantastic three-point shooter who made 44.7% of his 4.1 attempts and beyond the arc. So, again, that's something that I've been saying most of the day today. What's fun for me is that the Pelicans are in a situation where, to me, it's what player can best sort of help you take it to another level from this aspect, coming off the bench and providing. How nice was it, Pels fans, 800-998-1003, where you're not watching the lottery yesterday or worried about can, can, can they draft a player? That it can use to, to lure a big name free agent talent in a trade or not free agent talent, but in a trade to, to get the dynamic guy. They did that with CJ McCollum with that big name that can sort of help that. You're getting a first round draft pick in Zion Williamson when he comes back next year healthy. That's how I look at things. He's going to be back healthy. He's going to be fine. You have to look at it that way. Um, cause everyone else in the league is looking at their players coming back, right? I mean, it, it's sort of what Ralph and I were talking about last season. Where, if we're going to be worried if this guy is healthy or this guy is going to stay fresh, I mean, you can apply that to every single team in the league, including your LA Lakers, whose season was so not what they expected. The Pelicans got the pick from them. Think about that. Right? Remember LeBron? I'm keeping receipts. Keep that same energy. They weren't going to lose a game. Well, injuries and fit happened. Or lack thereof. Well, there you go. So, when you take a look at it all, I look at it as if things go according to plan, if people are healthy, and of course you're going to suffer injuries. And because of that, that means you're going to have, you know, and the need for depth. You're going to have to have some guys that come off the bench and things like that. So, I think shooting, point guard play, I think wing and point guard or guard Shooting guard or guard will will be uh, areas where I think the Pels sort of go. Now, 14 guaranteed contracts likely means you may see a player traded or two. Maybe, as I saw, suggest uh, some people suggested, maybe move back and include in that trade back perhaps Devontae Graham. You could use a guy like Jackson Hayes to move up perhaps or back down. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying some things that you've seen up there, but some of the names for the most part that you've sort of seen attached. A.J. Griffin, Dyson Daniels, um, Benedict McThurin, Shaden Sharp, who Ali said, I'd go move up and try to go get him if he's there at five. Might be the spot to go get him over there with Detroit, but just his athleticism uh, is a reason for it. And, and if you move down, think of a center, Mark Williams from Duke as a guy that can sort of be in there be your rim protector and something of that nature that you could use. So bottom line, it's nice that that's where the Pelicans are, right? It's not a, this person needs to do this in order to keep Zion happy or the team in New Orleans or people to stay interested or use as a trade asset to trade a, you know, NBA superstar over here. It's not where they are, which is actually kind of nice. But if you want to watch tonight's game and have a little money on it and have a little fun with it, Mavs and Warriors tonight, 8 o'clock TNT, Golden State 5-point favorite. Pull up the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And if you're a new customer, it's simple. Go ahead, sign up. It's step two. They'll ask you a promo code. Put in LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. By doing so, and you bet $5 minimum on any of these teams to win, either tonight or tomorrow, Heat and Celtics, whatever, and they win, you get 150 bonus dollars in free bets, okay, by doing that. Also, try the same game parlays. It's super fun. Just tap the game like, say, tonight. You're going to tap Mavs and Warriors. When you do that, it's going to pull up, upper right-hand corner. Hit the little toggle where it says parlays. Slide it over to the right. It activates it. And then it's literally anything and everything you can think of. It could be team total points, team total threes made, team total rebounds, or... How many threes will Steph Curry have? Will you bet that they have more than three? There's a line on everything. Draymond Green will hit a three-pointer. There's a line on that. You can add all these legs. And if you do at least three legs or more and one doesn't hit, they're willing to get you up to $25 back on one of those legs if it doesn't hit. So give it a try. When we come back, we'll talk with Sean Fox from Sports Talk 97.7 in Monroe. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. 
It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fusha, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. As always, appreciate the time Mr. Sean Fox gives us from Monroe. Sports Talk 97.7 at Fox 4 Sports Talks. The way to follow on Twitter. How are you today? It's, it's Louisiana summer officially. Hot. But yeah. I'm out of breath. Good, Gus. I, I wanted you to talk a little longer than that so I could catch my breath. I had three oh. minutes during my breaks, and the kid is out of school, and he wants to play on a splash pad, and it's literally the entire break to try to get that thing to work. They're supposed to be parent-friendly. Why are these things not parent-friendly, no. by the way? They don't There's work nothing. the way they're supposed to. No. Gus, and there is, um, you know, everybody talks about working from home and the benefits. Like you, I learned during the pandemic that I could do the show from home. I just choose yeah. not to do the show from yeah. home for the very reason that you just love my child, much like you do. Yeah, but yeah, it can be yeah. distracting. Yes. Well, it's you know, it's like I said, if it would just work, like you're supposed to attach these hose to these connectors. No, you're and, you're breathing like you actually went down the splash pad yourself. Like, I'd like to. I'd like to, or... to be honest with you. It's 90-something yeah. degrees out there. Look, bottom line, he's happy and smiling. I can see him through the window now, which I guess that's all that matters, right? Right, Sean? I guess that's all that matters. A little, little, little Benadryl in the sippy cup, Gus, will be fine. I didn't say that. I'm kidding. Oh, I like that. That's a parenting tip. All right, so um, I just finished this previous segment, though, by saying how nice is it to be a Pels fan and, and just watch the lottery or spend the day after – looking at players that can help the team and add to a team to win games rather than if they don't draft this player, Zion will leave. If they don't draft this player, no one will go to the game. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, how nice is that? Uh, it's a it's a nice change of pace where it's kind of it's kind of weird how well the narrative, the narrative has changed. The media nationally is treating this franchise where they couldn't do anything right to where it's kind of like we can't do anything wrong right now, which is which is kind of creepy. We're just not used to this. But, I mean, it, it is a luxury, and you have the opportunity. Like, you know, the, the jaded fan in you is like, well, there's that 0.4% chance we don't get the Lakers pick. So once we got past 11, uh, was was breathing pretty easy. And you're right. I, I am curious as to how this roster, and you asked me a couple weeks ago, and I know you've asked some other guests, what would you do with this roster? I said Josh Hart. Other than that, I mean, I think you've got a luxury. Yes, you could take a guy and maybe in this draft, which I do think is a little – I think it, like a lot of drafts, it is top-heavy, but I do think it is a little bit deeper than it was last year. I think overall it's a pretty good draft. But mm-hmm. you could either stay home 
and draft a guy who may not be ready to play necessarily, but you might not need a guy who's because of where the roster set right now, who needs to play right away. So you took somebody who might be raw, maybe needs time to develop. You have that luxury. Maybe you decide to go with a guy who can help right away, or you trade it for a veteran. So that's the luxury they're at right now. You really don't have to do much, and you're going to benefit from it. Options, Sean. That's uh, that's the word. I think that's what you just gave me. Options, exactly. There's nothing wrong with having options and good ones too. Not the well, I guess there's really no option there from you. But that's not the case where they are. And again, that that's a positive aspect of it when you look at it. Do you, do you have a player in particular kind of like we've seen a well, couple of guys that we've been throwing out there? There's a lot of people that like Shaden Sharp's perhaps athleticism, but he didn't play a game in, in college. Would that scare you not having seen no, a guy man, go up against times, anybody? No, no. No, it doesn't really scare me, but he's not necessarily the guy that I have on my list. And obviously, like I'd, I'd like to have Smith. I'd like to have Benchero, two kids, I think, are the top two players in this draft. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock on Chet Holmgren. I just, it just goes to show you how much the game has changed. Like, <laughs> Chet Holmgren ain't going up against Shaq and Akeem Olajuwon <laughs> as a post player. Uh, the game has changed, and obviously he can, he can fit in with, you know, being a seven foot, 125 pound kid and mm-hmm. shoot jumpers outside. That, that works in today's game, and that's fine. So enough about that. Um, I like, I know I've seen a lot of people say this, the kid out of Arizona, Maturin. Uh, versatile six 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 seven long wingspan can shoot decent from distance thirty eight percent. We obviously want space to be able to round Zion get shooters. I like him. I mentioned a guy. I mentioned maybe don't have to play right away. What is it? AJ? I think it's Harris out of Duke. Who again forty four percent three point shooter, but may not be ready to play right away. And then let's stick with the Louisiana or LSU to New Orleans connection. I love Tar Eason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll definitely be there. Whether you take him at eight, I, I, I doubt it. But I think he's a bull in the china shop. He's used to coming off the bench, which he would do with this team, right. and being instant offense. I do think he is. I mean, he's not necessarily your space guy from distance to shoot threes. He's not that kind of player. But I think he does everything else real well. Um, I'd love to have him. So outside of the top two players, those are the three players I like the most. I don't know what New Orleans would do though, Sean, if, uh, LSU players started infiltrating the New Orleans Saints and now New Orleans Pelicans. Darrell Williams is about to be the Saints running back. Okay. Just. I see a trend. It's, hey, it was Sean Payton. Sean Payton really didn't hit LSU. <laughs> That's what it was. I was waiting for you to say that. Let, let's transition over to, uh, the Hoodats because you know me. I mean, look, you 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 literally live and 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 die, right? I mean, you're like you're like you're, you. It's hard for you to breathe. Like you know, you you I've got, actually. I've gotten, I've gotten better. Well, I, you named the child after Sean Payton. I mean, I, I get this. So, super was a joyous occasion. We won a Super Bowl. I, what, we were very happy. Doug. What um, what does it say about me then that I legitimately think the Saints are an NFC contending team? I didn't say they'd win it, but. Looking at their schedule and going by the ESPN Power Rankings, which has them at 20. And the 19 teams before them, they play. I didn't do all the counting, but Jordan went through it earlier today. It's darn near almost all of them on the schedule. So they're going to face a lot of teams that are in front of them per the Power Rankings. And my point is, if you make the playoffs and win the division, that means you would have beaten most of those teams. And if you do that, then you're absolutely an NFC contender. Gus, this is this is kind of what's bothering me. Uh-oh. Is what what am I missing? Okay, this team had how many different starting lineups last year? Fifty three, fifty eight, fifty eight. Yes, um, you had four different starting quarterbacks. Four. And Trevor Simeon. By the way, you're still the stupid Book. Rams yeah. not being able to help you out. Freaking hate the Rams. Uh, from from being in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, you got worse. When the, the, I think the roster has gotten better, now it's got to be, it, 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 be one or two things. Either people are giving Sean Payton a ton of credit, which he deserves, but obviously, well, if Sean Payton's not there, the Saints are going to suck. Maybe they're thinking that, or they have no faith in Jameis Winston. Um, because everything else tells me this is one of the better rosters in the NFC. Yes, you don't have Payton. You don't know what you have in Brees. I know those are big, but I still think this team showed last year the 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 organization organizational structure from Loomis Ireland on down. Heck, we got almost everybody else in that uh, front office and coaching staff 
still there. Plus, I think, again, this is one of the best rosters. Now, you mentioned NFC. If we're in the AFC, maybe a different story. I still think you're a fringe playoff team, but I think this year you look at the NFC outside. I'm going to give. I'm still going to give Tampa the benefit of the doubt because of Brady. But you look at really the Rams and Green Bay because of Rodgers as two teams you think in their division are locks. Other than that, you look at the rest of the NFC. If you don't make the playoffs this year, I think it's a disappointment. 100%. Now, if that one of makes them a yeah. contender or not, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, no, and that's I, what I mean. I do it, think they're a playoff team for sure. It's like the Pels. Do I think they win the West next year? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I think they're better than a play-in team, or at least should be competing for six or better, right? I mean, competing for that. And I look at that with the Saints. They they absolutely are good enough to win the NFC South. And if by some accounts, look, I know Vegas has them at 11 and a half. I, I mean, if... I don't think the Bucks are that superior, right? Much less to you. They haven't beaten you in the regular season. The mighty Bucks. So, and, and with Adams gone with Green Bay, are they the same for Aaron Rodgers? Like he's got to find another guy that was unguardable. I mean, Adams is unguardable. I mean, he just legitimately so is. So like the sure, the only sure thing in the NFC right now is the Rams. You think so? You think they're the sure thing? Because for most of last season, they literally had to make a move a week to try to get better. But they did, and most of those guys minus Von Miller's back. Now, if Aaron Donald retires, I think that's a different story. But I know I mean, Stafford to just... Cup is still a deadly is, is still a deadly combination. McVay didn't get worse overnight as far as the head coach. Listen, I can't stand. They still got they still got Ramsey. Fine. I'm going to go with got... history, history and odds, history and odds. Nobody repeats. It's hard to repeat. No, but I think they're the. Sh- I'm not saying they're going to repeat. I just think they're the sure thing yeah, to go to the postseason. Yeah. I think they're the, sh- the the one. Guarantee they're going to make the playoffs the Rams. Yep. Other than that, I can't tell you. That's true. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. I know I don't think they're going to win it. I think they're going to get their butts kicked in the Superdome in November. <laughs> Again, you look at the I'm schedule here. You're going to be playing a lot of those players. Yeah. I get yeah. it. I, I hear you. So let me ask you this. As, as they get ready, and OTAs will begin here next week, the 24th to the 26th, which, again, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, when that happens here. But when you look at – I guess, and I say question marks, but it's things to kind of keep an eye on. And you mentioned his name at running back. Is is the concern or more of it is because of the unknown with Kamara? Because I almost feel like no one's mentioning 100%. Mark Ingram. Like, he is still signed with the team, right? Yes. Okay. okay. I was, so, but, but, yes. but, like, I mean, everyone wanted Sonny Michelle. You're mentioning, you know. Darryl Williams, yeah. Darryl Williams. I mean, like, everyone wants these other. I'm like, well, what happened to Mark Ingram? Okay. Gus, I, I love it. I love yeah. where your head's at. But look, we talked about the four different starting quarterbacks, right, right that started right. this year. You want to know what was even a bigger factor? You know what the Saints' record was without Alvin Kamara last oh, year? Oh, I know. I know. That was five. Wait, the, but I mean, can, can, can I give you a caveat? Yeah, sure. Because they had a flag football receiving core. Right, and it's been upgraded, but right. I still think Alvin Kamara is the most important piece of that. I, I'm not disagreeing think, with you, but I think, but I think yes, another you, thing to take into account is – his absence is not as exemplified or, or amplified, rather, um, when you literally have you and me trying to run routes. Like if, okay. you know, I mean, yeah. like if you have Landry, Alave, and Thomas playing and Hill maybe catching a toss, much less a pass, um, like that 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 need for him to touch the ball 30 times and score six touchdowns isn't as big. Does that make sense? I'm not going to take this Taysom Hill slander because this is the year he throws a pass to himself and catches it for <laughs> uh, Mark yes. Ingram, I love. But what I love about Mark Ingram right now, Gus, is what he brings to the locker and his leadership and his relationship with Kamara and keeping him happy. Because do I think Ingram can be that guy for a week or two, your bell cow? Yeah. At this point of his career, do I think he could be your guy for six or seven weeks? I don't. I think they need help at that position. Mm-hmm. Well, so, the beauty of it is that you have time. It's only May 18th. They don't play till September 11th. They may add a Daryl Williams between now and then. <laughs> you're, you're convinced by that. You? Just, just go ahead and... Uh... Or LeBrandon Tofield, one of the two. Okay. All right. That's hey, man, it's always a pleasure. Do you, um, what, by the way, can, you, you say you can do your show from anywhere, right? Yeah, I've done can it. Can you do your show from here and you can watch him during 12 to 3? 
I mean, I guess I could. Look, I need money. The IRS gave me a letter the other day. If you're willing to pay me, I'll do it. I'll do your show as well. We can double dip. I'm exhausted. My wife texted me during the last break. How are things are going? I'm like, I they don't know. They think we do nothing. They I'm, literally no, nothing. All, they think I'm telling we do you. Nothing. I'm telling yeah. you. I, you know what I get all the time, and you probably get this too. Must be nice to talk for a living. I mean, like, that's, not, <laughs> not only that, she said I have a stay-at-home wife's hours. Nice. I nice. was insulted. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, I had like planned home mom to bring home the kind of money I bring home. I had I'll planned Sean to leave around eight forty five nine this morning to go get some things done that I needed to for his sake. Um I didn't finish show prepping till like eleven oh three and it's nothing like You're being under the schedule. gun knowing I needed to hit two places, including Home Depot to find his attachment so I can get that had working and water could spit out of it like it's supposed to. <laughs> but doesn't your job give you the luxury that you could stay at home and not have to pay for childcare and do all these things? You need I'm not, things look, they don't talk about. Look, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it'd be, it, if they only knew how this is really not as easy as we make it sound. <laughs> not a good, we make it sound glamorous. It's not. That's all being a pro. I would even, I, you know what? We probably don't. They, they probably have no other housewives. options. She said, you have not, I love housewives. I love them. But yeah. she's like, you have housewives, Alan. I'm like, housewives. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, you know, if anything, we probably know how difficult that actually is then now. How couldn't do it? Couldn't pay me enough to be a housewife. <laughs> there, is, you actually left. there he goes. That's yeah. right. You, you got a show in uh, 28 yeah. minutes. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Fox. Snowball right now. That's how professional I am on the way. <laughs> <laughs> At Fox Bye. 4 Sports Talks, the way to follow you on Twitter. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Yep. When we come back, we'll check in on the intern, see what he's up to. It's the sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball. ESPN New Orleans. The Eastern boys and Western girls. In a western town, a dead end world The eastern boys and western girls You're the one everyone looks to for answers Come rain or shine, the job must get done And you're the one who makes it happen We get you, Jackie in Fresno Putting your employee safety first And Manny in Chattanooga Whose local Granger team knows him by name We're here for you And all the ones who get it done With 24-7 customer support And access to product specialists to help you Find what you need Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Thinking about gas mileage? Quality oil like Mobile One Full Synthetic can help you get more out of every mile. Got an older vehicle? Try Mobile One Full Synthetic High Mileage. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $37.99. Get what you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,000 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an alphanus on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to Double Your Doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Jordan Kleber joins us once again. J.D. Kleber is the way to follow him on Twitter. At ESPN Radio NOLA is the way to look at our questions of the day. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing well, Gus. What about you? Uh, you know, I just I spent about heard, an hour and a half of trying to fill Sean. the thing. I walk out there just now and he goes, it's too filled with water. Can you let it out and stand here? And I, no, I can't stay here and, and see when it's just flat enough. So now I'm emptying the splash pad that took me three breaks to fill with water. Well, I, I heard you and Sean Fox are basically saying that y'all are stay-at-home moms. Apparently. That's... So I guess I'm a stay-at-home 
I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Doing nothing. As a matter of fact, you know, you, you should be doing the show over here. You could watch him while I while I talk and just come in and do your segment from this room and just hang out on the other side. I mean, there's a splash pad. You, you could be you could be splashing away with him outside right now. Splashing away. Maybe, maybe, maybe before Saturday that would have been an option, but now that we've graduated, <sighs> might be a little different. That's true. You're, you're man. Um, <laughs> questions of the day, sir. What are they? Wednesday's questions of the day. Pelican fans, do you have a player you'd like to see selected with the eighth overall pick? Obviously, the NBA draft ladder- lottery was last night, and the Pelicans stayed at eight. They did not move down, and they not move up, mm-hmm. but. They were able to secure a pick in the top 10. So comment or call in 800-998-1003 or tweet at us at ESPN Radio NOLA. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime into the conversation here. Celtics losing last night, 118-107. Jordan, you were, um, you said yesterday with Daniel that, uh, you thought Marcus Smart was going to be the key. And, and and not having them would be a key. Here's Brian Windhorst, the latest on Marcus Smart. He went through some um, some testing, and he just, according to Ime Udoka, he couldn't make basketball moves on that foot. And he's also dealing with a quad injury as well that he has re-aggravated several times during the last round. So there was hope within the team that the treatment that he was getting um, was going to improve and he would be able to play in Game 2. Um, but we're going to have to wait and see. And that was really a huge uh, factor in the game because the Heat attacked Peyton Pritchard especially uh, in minutes that would have been Marcus Smart's minutes and, and Jimmy Butler especially was able to repeatedly get downhill so the Marcus Smart situation more something that could be solved faster uh, and something the Celtics probably need even more than Horford at this point how big do you think that is? I mean do you think like the series depends on Marcus Smart playing for Boston Brian Winhorst says it's you know he could be out a little bit uh, no I don't think it I don't think that's you know the main concern Marcus Smart, but I think, you know, if Al Horford's out, if him and Al Horford are out for a little while, because I know uh, Al Horford, I believe, was in health and safety protocol for the Boston Celtics uh, last night, if I'm not mistaken, um, then I think that that can be a, a big problem. Right. Okay. Um, but last night, that third quarter, man, I mean, because it, it was interesting. I was, I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, I, I, I see where all the Celtics love is coming from. They looked dominant, right? Um for sure. And then that third quarter happened. 39 to 14. Jimmy Butler on uh, that third quarter. More than anything, it just shows us what we're capable of whenever we worry about getting stops, getting into the open floor, um, getting to the free throw line, all of those good things. It just reminds me that we can do it. I see it on this piece of paper. Um, I lived it. So I expect us to be able to do that every quarter from here on out. As for Jason Tatum, he had this to say on the loss. Expect us to play better. Expect myself to play a lot better. But, you know, we got to watch some film tomorrow, you know, and digest what happened and areas that we can improve on, uh, you know, and, and, and learn from, you know, after we watch film tomorrow. What do you think, Jordan? You think this is six minimum, seven games likely? I thought it was going to be five going to the Celtics, honestly. Really? But, you thought it was going to be that dominant? The disrespect. Yeah. And I, I know the Heat are the number, the number one seed, but if you go back and look at the Eastern Conference, there was like four teams fighting yeah. for the f- number one seed at the end of the season. Yeah. So they're only separated by a game or two. Um, no, I thought the, I thought the Celtics were going to win this one in five, possibly wow. six, but I, I see it going to seven now. Jimmy Butler with 41 points last night. Tatum had 29 points. Tonight, you got the Mavs and Warriors, 8 o'clock on TNT. Golden State, a five-point favorite. Jordan, uh, here's a couple of, of things, obviously. It's Luka. Everyone, have you seen this weekend, especially after that last series, apparently Luka Dantich is LeBron, or the next LeBron, or is LeBron, and it's him or Giannis is the best player in the NBA, so let's just start there. Is he, in your mind, a player that you could say is the best player in the NBA right now? Uh, yeah, I do. So, cause this morning, uh, on ESPN, they were talking about, you know, Steph Curry and he, and already, you know, screaming at them and saying, look, Doncic is better than Curry can ever be. Um, 
now the debate's whether or not he's better than Durant and, and things of that nature. And I think a lot of it's just because he's kind of shown the ability to drive the paint and post and things of that nature. Man, I it's so hard because they're so different game wise, right? Curry and um and, and Luca. I just uh I don't know. It's going to be an interesting series because he's so big. It's I, I don't know who can kind of get in front of him. And if he's on and he's knocking down shots, it is hard to stop him. I guess my thing is, it, I'm, I'm thinking as more of a key tonight, what I saw against Phoenix. I thought Dallas's size really inhibited the backcourt of a much smaller um, Suns backcourt. Right now, Clay's got some size to him. It ain't massively tall. Steph's not massively tall. You know, pool's not massively big or tall either. I, I I wonder if Dallas's size can affect the Warriors, man. I think it's a bad matchup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Mavericks are probably my team right now that I want. If I had to choose the team to win it all, I would like to see win it all. But no, like you're saying, Luka could just do everything on the court. He could shoot the three ball really well. He could shoot the mid-range really well, mm-hmm. drive to the basket really well. I mean, there's not real, there's not much that he can't do on the offensive end of the, of the floor. Right. Hmm. Be interesting to kind of see what, uh, this sort of feel. Here's Jason Williams comparing Luke and LeBou. Their games mirror each other. And we were talking about this before. And like, and I got a lot of respect. I saw Spencer Dinwiddie when he was here in Brooklyn. Dude can ball out. He can play. Jalen Brunson is going to get a bag this offseason. You got guys like Dorian Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock, really good two way. Players to a degree, but better lockdown defenders. But it's one of those things where LeBron got people paid. I can mm-hmm. go through a list of names now, like Booby Gibson. You and I, we talk about it all the time. You play with certain dudes, it makes things look different. Yeah, no question. Now, I know Jalen Brunson did some things, you know, when Duke Luca wasn't around throughout the season and things of that sort. But, like, this dude is on that same type of trajectory, it feels like, with the way he impacts the game. And how he makes everybody else around him so much better where he don't get them paid. I think it'll be interesting to sort of see, um, if that sort of happens, right? With the rest of the players around Dallas and everything and can do that. Do you think that they're kind of similar in that stature and that, that he gets other players sort of paid? But I don't know. I guess my thing is sort of, do they make them better or, or, I don't know if that's the right way to sort of look at it again, but I do you see players that have gotten better by playing by them or just taking advantage that the attention is with LeBron? I don't know. How would you look at that? I mean, it's kind of interesting because you, they're the guy that you were mentioning with Kevin Durant. I mean, he was playing with other all-stars and they did not play well this season. And what we're seeing in the NBA right now with the Memphis Grizzlies, I know we said earlier, who's on their team but John Morant makes everyone better around them, and the people around him make him better. So it's kind of the same situation in Dallas. I feel like Luka makes everyone better around him. But, again, like I said with Memphis, everyone around the him, you know, they make him better. So I, I, I hopefully that could be the same kind of situation with Zion um, here with the New Orleans Pelicans. But I feel like we're starting to see this new NBA um, kind of take a hold where you don't need – you know, two all-stars, three all-stars, four all-stars to, you know, make it deep into the playoffs. And I, 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 it's a very entertaining NBA playoffs when it's, you know, one guy making spectacular plays. All right. So you ready to, you ready to, to make your pick? Mavs yeah, going with the Mavericks. You're going with the Mavericks. Going with the Mavs. How many games? I'll say six. I'll go Warriors and seven. Warriors and seven. I mean, I did say yesterday I don't like that I Dallas. do see, I don't like Dallas. I see the to Warriors. me, they're unwatchable. I, the I, I don't like Dallas. I, I don't but, care for them. I think Luca complains every five seconds. He's great to watch. Fantastic. I, I just, I don't like watching him. I don't know what but he doesn't it is. put up with anyone's BS. I, what are you talking gives, about? That guy gives cries and complains every series? two seconds. Did you not see him in the last? Oh series? my gosh! He gave them Dude, a taste of their own medicine. Stop! Stop! I just, I don't care for. I, I don't care for them. I don't care for them. I it, I can't stand how it's ten seconds in the game. It's the first quarter. It's two nothing, and they show Mark Cuban every 
stupid two seconds. You have to see a Mark Cuban reaction for everything. A missed call, a foul, a free throw, a three-pointer, the look of concern, everything. And let me tell you something about Luca. That dude whines just as much as Booker and them do. There's not even a, right, it's not even so, a question. What, and heaven forbid what, you touch it. I, as much as I, just, I, hate, I can't as much stand as you Alice. Hate it, I can't stand get, Alice. That's, I don't like that. That's what, like gets that. You, that's what gets you wins in the NBA now. I don't like that. I hate it just that's as fine. much as you. That's fine. Guess what? Chris it's good Paul, to know you're that guy. Joe, that's fine. Joel so, yeah. Let me tell you something. You didn't even ever talk about Dallas. So you know what you are? A front runner. You're a bandwagoner. All of a sudden, because everyone's talking about Luca. Everyone's talking about Luca, and all of a sudden, here comes Jordan the intern. Luca in five. He's he's as good as LeBron. He's number one. I never said Luca's as good as LeBron. That's fine. Jordan Doncic. You can follow him at JD Cleebears. Wish that was my last name. I. I do too. I do too. Cause I just want to be part of the entourage, you know. <laughs> that's, 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 that's and the do. payroll. And the payroll. That's it. No, I like it. All right. So I got I got Warriors in seven. But dude, I like I said earlier, I, I think it's I think it's a bad matchup. Dallas has a lot of size, dude. I, I'll tell you what, it's a concern if I'm the Pels. I got it because they can shoot threes. They got size, and um, they the Pels have never played good against Dallas, so. Never. You know, we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you, bud. I will see you tomorrow. 3701 Iberville over at Katie's. Looking forward to it. Um, I will see you there tomorrow. Looking forward to eating a lot of food. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) By the way, he has to come to start the show so you can watch him while I set up. How about that? Perfect. Gotta love summer. (laughs) Gotta love the start of summer. Gotta love summer. Is it bad? Gotta put them in the summer camp. They don't start till June. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's something that you can start up with with your foundation. When when would I start that? (laughs) Sports Hangover continues. Final segment. Thank you, Jordan. Next on ESP in New Orleans. You ready to get started? Come on, I'm always ready. What are you guys doing? Getting ready to make a radio ad. Oh, okay. Let me hear it when you're done. It's good to be back. Three, two, one. I'm Bobby Ramsey, and today I'm proud to announce that my brother Wes has returned from his adventures to become the head of jewelry services at Ramsey's. Returned from my adventures? What am I supposed to say to something like that? Wes is a graduate of the Gemological Institute of America. And I spent 15 years learning fine jewelry design from my grandfather, Bob Ramsey, and my father, Robert. Wes is taking charge of jewelry manufacturing and jewelry repair and all the other wonderful services offered by Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. I look forward to seeing you when you come in. Are we done? No, we're waiting on that guy that tells people how to get here. You mean that guy that sounds like Tony the Tiger? Here he comes. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. It's time to have fun, so come on in. Come on in and win. It's magic. Cash magic. Come and feel the magic. Cash magic. Great news for our video poker players. Cash Magic LaRose has reopened. Yes, Cash Magic LaRose is open and bigger and better than ever in our brand new casino right here in LaRose on Highway 308. So come on in and win. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. 998 1003 way to chime into the conversation. Uh, Jordan, still with us? Uh, I might as well ask you one thing here. From, um, I guess our conversation we were having with the, uh, the power rankings and, and the teams and the 19 teams above the Saints and all those different aspects of it here as well. Do, do you find that with the other teams that health and, you know, this player be there and all that ever pops up with any of the other teams and concern like, 
probably rightfully so when it comes to, you know, guys like, uh, I don't know, over there in Baltimore, like Lamar Jackson or if Pat Mahomes. Can, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I almost feel like when it comes to the stage, oh, you know, if this guy is healthy and if this guy plays. And that, well, I just feel like you can apply that to every team, huh? Is it just me? Uh, yeah, you can definitely apply it to every team, especially later in the season. But, I mean, for the Saints to be 20, I think that's – I think that's a little much that they put the Saints at 20. I feel like there's other teams, maybe the Dolphins that could have been 20 and maybe the Saints 18. Uh, then all that talk with the Philadelphia Eagles saying about their quarterback after one season that a probably has to go, but I just feel like 20 is not a good spot to place the New Orleans Saints, even though you think that I'm a Saints hater over this past week. I will say this. I look, I don't mind it from this aspect of it. Um, you don't want to be the favorite. I almost feel like I, I, I know this team sort of enjoyed the I don't know if it's a battle cry, but they enjoy I think the you know, the underdog raw look, it, it, I think it fueled the Pelicans, did it? The the disrespect level. And I look, I'm completely fine. Have the Yuccaneers be the team that if they don't win by 15 or win by 20, something's wrong with Tom. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what happens when you're the prohibitive favorite. Like, you think that, you think it got bad for the, again, I thought they were going to fire the coach last year. They were ready to move on from Jalen Hurts, right? Am I lying or not? I mean, you saw that, right? Now all of a sudden, they're the favorite in the NFC East. No one's going to be able to beat them. You got Arlovsky and these people putting them in the top eight power rankings. How do you think that city, that team, in its second year coach with a young quarterback can handle all those expectations with a young receiving core? Congratulations. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, let them handle that. I think the Saints just get to work, just show up. Like I said, you have, you know, I don't know, what are we, 115, 16 days until Atlanta. Just get get ready for Atlanta. That's all I'm saying, you know? I'm fi- I'm fine with that. Enough with everything on paper. Let's get to the field and let's get see to what it. everything it's, is all it's about. Aaron Rodgers and his $500 million, you know, salary now with no receipt. Let, let them deal with that. Let San Francisco, San Francisco deal with who's our quarterback, you know, with Trey Lance. Let them deal with that. And, you know, pretty boy McVay and his Rams. Let them deal with the expectation. I think the Saints just, that's why I said last Thursday. I liked the three division opponents. You know their roster. You know the team. You know what you got. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You know, just tell me. Tell, just go. Just get get to it. In, in layman's term, just go out there and play some football. That's right. Go out there and play some football. <laughs> and again, uh, you know, the main reason I've had either this optimism or just again, I'm just looking at it as you would normally look at it. Um. You can give me all the answers or questions or, you know, concern of injuries or suspensions on offense. Last I checked, the Saints defense probably was a huge reason they won nine games last year. Um, they're all back for the most part. I know the safeties, you could almost argue they, they maybe even improved and, uh, and they maybe got a little deeper. So, you know what? There's the music. So we'll talk more about this tomorrow.